When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anti-memetics. What is a meme? Yes, I know what you're thinking, but stay with me. A meme is anything that carries cultural ideas or practices and spreads throughout a culture organically. The concept of memes nowadays generally exists in the form of images on the internet with overlaid text intended for humor. But followers of memetics believe that memes function much in the same way as genes, evolving and mutating, and have existed in some forms throughout history. The point of this is that the concept of memetics concerns the natural transmission of ideas and information, as memes are designed to easily spread across a culture. With that in mind, we can then define an anti-meme, the opposite of a meme, that instead of lending itself to spreading ideas, will instead prevent itself from being spread. In layman's terms, as far as the SCP universe is concerned, an anti-meme is an anomaly that censors itself, preventing observers from learning about or spreading it. I think it's best if we just dive into some various SCPs to show more of what I'm talking about. The quintessential anti-memetic SCP is SCP-055, and really there's not much more I can tell you about it. Any information gleaned from or about 055 is almost immediately forgotten, and while there has been a great amount of data recorded about 055, no one can keep that data in their head. This includes how the Foundation acquired it, when it was acquired, its physical appearance, and the specifics of why or who constructed 055's containment room in such a specific way. Its containment cell is a 5 by 5 by 2.5 meter room, made of 50 centimeter thick cement, with a Faraday cage surrounding it. The containment procedures specifically note that guards are not to be posted outside of the cell, and all personnel studying or maintaining other SCPs should try and stay at least 50 meters away from the center of the room. The anomaly's physical appearance and traits are not indescribable, and there are plenty of notes, drawings, photos, and videos of it, but the anti-memetic quality of 055 causes this information to leak out of a person's mind. Personnel who spend time observing 055 through security cameras end up walking away with no memory of their time, and even people tasked with describing 055 while observing it tend to quickly lose interest in the task. This makes 055 easily one of the most dangerous SCPs known to the Foundation, as no one knows anything about it. Think of any other dangerous SCP, and imagine how much worse it would be if the Foundation couldn't retain any knowledge about it. It seems that at least one attempt has been made to destroy 055, or to move it to another site, but it failed for unknown reasons. One theory is that 055 was planted by a third party in the Foundation site in order to observe or interfere with the site, other sites, humans around the world, 
other SCPs or worse. But the Foundation has no idea where to even begin to confirm this theory. It's then brought up that the only thing that 055 allows us to remember about it is that it is an anti-meme, and perhaps the Foundation could make some notes about what 055 isn't, rather than what it is. This leads to the only other fact we know about it, the fact that 055 is definitely not a sphere. That's all pretty trippy, but it should give you a good idea of the basic concept of anti-memetics. Let's dive a little deeper down the rabbit hole. SCP-3211 is a bit of an odd one, and to properly explain it, I have to spoil the rather clever effect if you are interested in reading it beforehand. When someone reads the article for 3211, a timer for six minutes begins ticking down. The SCP itself is relatively mundane, but different people will be provided different anomalous objects. These different objects range from gloves with portals that lead into an individual's mouth, the false memory of a French military cannon, a container of silly putty that makes people miserable, a toaster that prevents people from finding the end of its cord, and so on. All of these different objects have the same secondary effect in common. After six minutes of exposure, an observer will be unable to perceive any information about the SCP or perceive the SCP itself. They can, however, recall what the SCP was, such as the toaster. People exposed to SCP-3211 recall it as different objects, however, like I explained. Each object features the same experiment logs. A D-class comes in, writes down what the object is, and then can no longer perceive the object or what they wrote after six minutes. Using various tests, researchers confirm that the object in the room has the same mass and other physical qualities as it should. They also all feature an incident log in which a doctor took a nestic without authorization, entered the containment chamber, and recorded an audio log on their observations. I've talked about nestics before, as a chemical that allows an individual to perceive something that they're not meant to. In other words, nullifying the anti-memetic effects. The doctor remarks that if you're reading his log, you know as well as he does that SCP-3211 is the object you've been reading about, i.e. a toaster. He's not sure why it's trying to hide that fact from everyone, but after six minutes, unless you're on Nestics, you'll just remember him rambling about an empty containment chamber. He goes on to discuss how it seems that everyone that looks at 3211 will see it as something different, and it also seems to be based on the person's expectations. Someone working for the Foundation, expecting it to be anomalous, will see something anomalous. A fresh D-class, with no exposure to the anomalous, will see it as something normal. The Doctor is convinced, though, that 3211 is the object you've been reading about, i.e. a toaster, and he claims that everyone who encounters it will see it as such. After six minutes, though, it will replace that memory you have of the toaster with something else, which is why everyone claims it's something else. The Nestic begins messing with the Doctor's head, He mentions that 3211 replaced his original memory with a memory of his dead son, and then he passes out. After six minutes have passed by, we all see the same document, 
describing 3211 as an unknown object, entity, or concept. By this point, we each can recall information about what we believe 3211 to be. Again, i.e. a toaster. But we can't gain any new information about it. There's a list of various objects that people have claimed 3211 to be, and it's possible that one of them is the object you've been reading about. Everything else in the article now shows that 3211's containment cell is empty. This means that the object we thought was 3211 was actually just a false memory implanted in our heads after originally observing it for six minutes. And no one has any idea what 3211 actually is or why it's hiding. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, that's pretty trippy and complicated, but ultimately it's not that much different than 055. Just a bit more involved. Let's try something just a little bit different and look at an anti-memetic person. SCP-3393. The article is written specifically for 3393 to be reading it, addressing them as you. All information about 3393 is subject to anti-memetic properties, along with their physical presence, but this can be overridden with nestics. Somehow they have gained level 4 security clearance, and all attempts to revoke that clearance have failed. The Foundation have so far concluded a number of facts about them, with 90% certainty. They are a corporeal entity with a physical body. They seek out any information about themselves on the Foundation's servers in order to alter or delete it. Their anti-memetic properties can be transferred to documents. They have a strong resistance to memetic agents. And they are confined to a single Foundation site. Finally, they've concluded that 3393 is either someone named Dr. Mackey, or the result of Dr. Mackey's research. Pretty much all information about Mackey and what he was working on is completely hidden due to the anti-memetic properties. One of the documents altered by 3393 reads, I wasn't supposed to happen. I wasn't supposed to exist. At least not like this. But let me deal with it. This thing that I am is best kept away from all of you. Don't try to analyze me or test me or whatever. I don't want any of you to catch what I have. Just call me self-containing and we'll be good. The article then lists a few plans that the Foundation attempted to try and contain 3393. Their first attempt involved evacuating the facility and having an MTF sweep through to find them, which failed. Their second attempt involved putting in some paralyzing memetic agents in some documents about 3393, which they knew 3393 would try and access. This also failed, proving the entity's memetic resistance. Their next plan is titled Bait the Hook, and is still pending. The end of the document reveals that their current plan is to monitor the terminal containing this document 
and sealing the room after it's been accessed. Presumably, 3393 is now contained. You might be noticing a bit of a trend with anti-memetic SCPs, as they tend to be a bit more on the meta side. Anti-memetics in general are a bit out of the norm compared to many SCPs, and there is a whole series of connected, trippy tales relating to the Foundation's anti-memetics division. Those tales probably deserve their own video, so for now I just want to discuss one more SCP. SCP-3125 The containment procedures for 3125 start off pretty normal a cube-shaped room with layers of lead and soundproofing, and an airlock that only allows one person in the room at a time. However, no coherent information of any kind is allowed to leave the containment cell after someone enters, so the person is dosed with amnestic gas as they exit. Then, instead of a description, all we see is a keypad. Punch in five number fives, and let's enter. We're hit immediately with a twist in the containment procedures. That containment cell isn't holding 3125. Instead, it's the only place in existence where 3125 isn't present, meaning that 3125 is located everywhere in reality. So what is it? I'll quote the article itself here. SCP-3125 is an extremely large, highly aggressive, anomalous, metastasized meme complex originating externally to our reality and now partially intersecting it. That's a bit of a mouthful, but basically it's an organic collection of mimetic concepts larger than our reality that is now spreading into ours. That might still be too much to take in, so to further simplify... It's a living collection of ideas and thoughts, completely alien to our own. And so when a human comes into contact with this collection, it completely alters their way of thinking. Throughout this series, I've discussed memetic hazards at various points, something anomalous that, when seen or heard, can change a person's thoughts, or otherwise impact their brain. 3125 is pretty much the pinnacle of memetic hazards, alterings a person's brain to the point of they can no longer be considered human, as they exist to only further spread the concepts of 3125. Fortunately, 3125 isn't fully present in this universe yet, but when it is, the Foundation predicts that all human thought will be replaced in less than a day. Humanity as a concept will cease to exist, along with other abstract concepts like civilization, culture, society, family, and so on. Really unfortunately, the Foundation has no way to stop this eventuality, as whenever they begin to form a complete picture of 3125, that allows it to perceive the observer as well, killing them. What's worse, this attack is both partially physical and mental, and attacks individuals who have similar thoughts and ideas to the observer including others in a research group and close family members. This attack also removes any information about 3125 from our existence, further allowing it to evade detection until it can fully enter our reality. One would need a safe location where they could learn of 3125's existence without being attacked by it, 
a location like this shielded containment cell. Unfortunately, if a person leaves that cell with knowledge of 3125, they will be promptly attacked by it, thus the amnestic gas. Still unfortunately, one person entering that cell and learning about 3125, which is what we're doing right now, doesn't help stop or defeat 3125. There is a proposal for a complex machine that could theoretically be capable of neutralizing 3125, but there's no way it could be built within the confines of this cell, or without the builders knowing its purpose. So, 3125 isn't anti-memetic because we are not mentally able to perceive it like the others, or because we quickly forget about it but instead because it just kills us and some other people we know whenever we do perceive it. Either way, the Foundation really knows very little about it, including how and when this containment cell was even built. However, the public containment procedures state that a senior staff member of the anti-memetics division should enter the room every six weeks, just so they can learn about 3125, and maybe in time realize a way to stop it. I said before that 3125 had only partially intersected our reality, which has had some side effects. In short, 3125's presence is responsible for thousands of different memetic and anti-memetic forms around the world, both anomalous and mundane. Some of these are contained by the Foundation, but many are not. That's only a small problem overall though, but it gets worse as people begin to look into these hazards. Not that long ago, there had been hundreds of different institutions studying memetics, including government agencies, private corporations, universities, and divisions within groups of interest. Now, only the Foundation's anti-memetics division exists. The reason for this is that if one studies these memes and anti-memes for long enough, they'll stumble across a connection to one another. That connection leads to SCP-3125, and once these groups learn of 3125, it wipes them out in an instant. This is happening to the anti-memetics division as well, but they're holding on longer due to their training and access to amnestics. Basically, they are at war with an enemy that they cannot perceive. There may be some hope though as analysis of architectural diagrams of another site revealed what seems to be another safe containment cell, but 1,000 times larger. It's 210 meters below ground, its airlock is hermetically sealed, and they have no idea when it was built or why, but it looks like it would protect from 3125. A note from Marion Wheeler, head of the anti-memetics division, says that this chamber was built to house that theoretical device that could neutralize 3125. People have been working on that device inside that cell for an unknown amount of time, cut off from the rest of the world, while the anti-memetics division has been buying any time they could. They haven't broken the seal yet to signal the completion of the device, but she's going to go down there and use it herself. She finishes the note by claiming that, if you're reading this, that means she failed, and the world has been altered by 3125. Presumably, this is not the case, as another note is added a couple years later, written by Marion's husband. 
He says that he found her body, and then reveals that there is more than one anti-memetics division within the Foundation, each as invisible as the next. There, of course, is also another gigantic containment cell, supposedly containing another version of the machine. He says that he's going to go to that cell and try the machine, and hopes that whoever is reading this will follow the same basic strategy, until it works. Well, that's certainly a bit more complex than 055. The anti-memetic storyline is ongoing, and I don't really have a proper ending to offer you. It's another metaphysical concept, like pattern screamers, that is far outside of the norm of SCP writing, but is incredibly fascinating when you wrap your head around it. Not every monster has to be some slavering abomination or a fiend that hunts you down in the night. Some monsters can be a little trickier than that, because how can you kill something that you don't know exists?